Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is the John Fugelsang Podcast. And welcome to the Love Fest. That is Tell Me Everything. Coast to coast, live and interactive. Bringing good trouble to the right wing bubble. I'm John Fugelsang. Chris Hauselt's our executive producer out of South Carolina. Thea Harper runs this thing out of Brooklyn. I'm in Manhattan. We are so glad you are with us tonight. Great, great show this evening. Coming up very shortly, the great Carol Montgomery, one of our favorite comedians, she being the star and producer of Showtime's very successful Funny Women of a Certain Age comedy series. So I'm really glad you're here with us. We're going to be coming at you all night long. Quick reminder, election night, please do spend it with us. We're going to be live. We've got some great guests lining up, and uh, we'd love to be there. You know, cable news is great on election night. I agree, but we let you guys talk. Are we even allowed to reveal who our guests are yet? Because we have some very good ones. I mean, why not? You know, I will just say all guests are subject to change based on schedule and timing. Yes, that's true. And then there's people I've invited. People who, I mean, honestly, guests invited to attend include Barack Obama, Mick Jagger, Mm -hmm. Rihanna. Jimmy Page. The ShamWow guy. We invited a lot of people. But uh, so far, um, Reverend Jackie Lewis, Judy Gold. Dahlia Lithwick, it's, it's going to be a fun, fun evening. And uh, we're going to be having like really quick guests and then going for live results all night long. I swear to God, no matter how miserable it is, we'll make it fun. That's my promise to you. <laughs> so glad you are with us. Let's do a show. Tonight, the Petulant Manchild Billionaires Club. <laughs> right now, as the top members of both parties are moving all throughout the battleground states for this last minute scramble to turn out the base. Joe Biden's at San Diego. Kamala Harris is rallying for Raphael Warnock virtually. Trump gave a heck of an announcement or non-announcement in his rally in Iowa on Thursday. He pretty much all but announced he's going to run for president. More than 32 million Americans have already voted early. And we found out today 261,000 jobs added by employers in October, which shows the economy remains uh, pretty solid in terms of growth amidst the painful inflation. And the Republicans have a playbook. You know what it is. Let's get some power. Let's make things worse. And then let's play the victim. Let's be the arsonists. And let's burn down the house. And then let's heckle the fire department. We get the power. We make it all worse. Then we talk about how we're a victim. Let's talk about the billionaire brat club. Uh, Donald Trump is planning to announce another run for the White House, apparently days after the midterms. It seems Trump's sources have been leaking out. Put it off in your calendar, potentially November 14th to be the announcement, followed by a multi-day series of political events. Good time to remind y'all when Donald left office, unemployment was almost 10 percent. Today, it's the lowest unemployment in over 50 years. It's 3.4 percent. And Trump's having a rough week. We got the leak earlier. Eight emails Politico obtained revealed correspondence showing that Trump's lawyers believed that Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas was their best bet to overturn the results of the 2020 election. There's one email from Trump attorney Ken Cheesebro to John Eastman, and he says Thomas would end up being the key in their plot to throw out the will of the American voters. It's pretty entertaining. The emails were obviously in John Eastman's possession, and he tried to shield them from Congress until his lawyers accidentally uploaded the emails to be shared with the House's January 6th committee in a public Dropbox link. What do I keep telling you guys? Thank God our fascists are so damn dumb. 
all of this is going on as Trump and DeSantis are trying to decide if they're going to go to war with each other. All this is going on while a wide majority of Americans are concerned about politically motivated violence. Nine out of 10 Americans, 88%, are concerned that political divisions have intensified to the point there's an increased risk of politically motivated violence in the increased risk. Tell Nancy Pelosi's husband the risk is increasing. And in the midst of all of this, Elon Musk's Twitter takeover has sparked a dramatic surge in the use of people typing the N-word. Social media research group told the Washington Post the increase of the slur went up by nearly 500%. Elon has owned Twitter for one long, excruciating week, and he has plunged Twitter into chaos with the midterms only 96 hours away. He closed the $44 billion deal, right, last month, after six months of going back and forth on it. He said he was going to make major changes, like charging people to verify their accounts, which used to be for free, but the billionaire needs money now. He's going to have a content moderation council, dramatically reduce the overhead, dramatically reduce the overhead. We saw that happen today as thousands of Twitter employees apparently lost access to their work emails by yesterday as he commenced a round of brutal layoffs right before the holiday season begins. Hundreds of current and former employees were on social media announcing their terminations all day. They did it not by phone, not by Zoom, not in person, not a text, email, email. Elon fired the entire curation team, the people who go after all the misinformation. They also, you know, are the people who help make Twitter a great source for breaking news. It's going to make Twitter louder and more dangerous and more assholes and probably more boring. And they're doing it just before the elections. Now, if he goes through with the plan to let anyone buy a validated badge, Monday, millions of people will be able to buy a verification badge and use it to spread lies. And no one can stop them because the people who would stop them all got fired today. That's exactly what's going on. Right now, I have a blue check mark on my account, and uh, I don't know what it is. I woke up one day and it was there. It's very nice. As of Monday, any nut job that wants can say they're me and pay $8 and get an account with a blue check mark because I won't have one anymore because I'm not giving Elon Musk money right now. Advertisers are fleeing Twitter in droves. And people are wondering, is this going to still be a driving force in political conversation in a couple of months? Watching a rich kid play with and break his new toy. <laughs> I mean, advertisements account for more than 90% of Twitter's revenue. GM, Pfizer, they're all stopping their purchases until they know more about what Musk is actually doing with the platform. And again, Elon's just trying to say, hey, let's have porn that you pay for and let's have uh, verifications for $8 a month. <sighs> Kingdom Holding Company of Saudi Arabia is now Twitter's second largest shareholder in part owned by the Saudi Sovereign Wealth Fund. So Elon today goes on Twitter and claims that Twitter's having a massive drop in revenue now that he's the owner, which he blamed not on advertisers being terrified of what he's doing. He blamed it on activist groups pressuring advertisers because, you know, that's how capitalism works. The activists force the advertisers to stop advertising on internet platforms. I mean, even though nothing has changed with content moderation and we did everything we could to appease the activists, extremely messed up. They're trying to destroy free speech in America, proving he really doesn't understand what free speech is or how it works. Companies want to make sure they're advertising in ways that are safe for their brands. So <laughs> this is what it's going to look like. I mean, verification on that site now means this person or this organization is who they say they are. It's confirmed. By Monday, verification will mean somebody had eight bucks. That's essentially the deal. Our friend Rashad Robinson of Color of Change tweeted, Elon Musk fired the entire team that identified that the Twitter algorithm amplifies right-wing voices over others. Not the first time we have seen staff, particularly black employees, punished for flagging how the company's products enable and amplify racism. You know, Elon tried to buy this thing in April. Then he spent months trying to get out of the deal. And he said, oh, the company misled the investors about the amount of spam. They lied about all the fake accounts they have. And he finally realized he couldn't rig a lot of it, had to go through with the purchase. We know from the court filings he tried to avoid doing this, and now he's stuck with it. Wedbush Securities analyst Dan Ives said in a research note last week, this buyout will go down as one of the most overpaid tech acquisitions in the history of mergers and acquisition deals on Wall Street. He's just like Trump. There's there's no grand secret plan. He's not playing 3D chess. He has no impulse control. He does whatever he feels like doing in the moment. 
And advertisers are kind of scared about that. I mean, he's running around asking people for $8 like a liberal with a clipboard standing outside of Whole Foods. And by the way, we don't know yet if the mass layoff was legal. You know what Warren laws are, right? Worker adjustment and retraining notification? Well, the federal one stipulates companies with over 100 employees, mm, that's Twitter, must give a minimum of 60 days written notice before having any mass layoffs that could affect uh, 50 or more workers at a single place of employment. Going to be very interesting, and it's more proof, if you needed it, that the whole rich people create jobs meme is complete and utter bullshit. Jobs are created by demand for goods and services. That's the system we live in. It is a pyramid scheme. And so this is where Twitter is. This is where our election is. This is where Trump is. This is where America is. And there's more of us than there are of them. The question is, are we going to vote? More Democrats than Republicans say they will vote early. 54% to 32%. That's a 22 point difference. In previous midterm election years, Republicans and Democrats had practically no difference at all in when they planned to vote. Let's get through this together. Quick break. We'll be right back with your calls and comedian Carol Montgomery. This is Progress. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. Dot edu slash podcast. I'm John Fugel saying this is Sirius XM Progress. We're at 866-997-4748. We are taking your calls all night long here on the Love Fest. Right now, let's welcome a woman who I would give anything to be her pool boy. Uh, Carol Montgomery is one of the funniest comics in the game. I will say this in anybody's house on any stage. I have seen her destroy rooms from Vegas to New York. She is, of course, the deviant, brilliant mind behind Funny Women of a Certain Age, the great Showtime special that's featured Everybody from Caroline Ray, Carol Liefer, and even some people who aren't comics who she convinces to become comics like Fran Drescher uh, and Terry Hatcher, it is always a great pleasure to welcome the iconic and mighty Carol Montgomery oh, back to the show. Wow. Hello. Wow. Hi. Thank you. Iconic. I like that. That might have well, came I, into putting that on a shirt. I'm iconic. Anybody who's uh, seen you in a club or followed you in a club knows what I'm talking about. Ms. Montgomery. Well, thank how, you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, uh, you know, I'm terrified. Uh, I'm, I am I don't look good in a bonnet, John. I really yeah, don't. And uh, I understand. I, I'm just, I don't, I, this is the first, you know, I, I, I think you know this about me because we've, we've talked about this. I know that, um, like the, the elections, I, I'm usually there. Like I would, I have all the, all the, uh, you know, 538 and I have all this stuff and I really get into it. I, you know, but then after yeah. 2020, that all went to shit because, do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, because, and so like half of me's like, don't be too nuts because, we all thought Hillary was going to win. I know. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I because know. that's what the polling said. And then I go, yeah. But then, you know, like I, I just, I can't, I cannot, I have no idea what's going to happen. But like I said, I, I the only good thing about the whole handmade thing is that it'll cover me up. It'll cover up my weight. So that's good. That's good. I don't, but it's, wow. I'm, you know, for someone like me, I was, I was a kid of the 60s. I grew up. 
that whole, you know, you know, I am woman, hear me raw. I mean, I grew up in that. I remember when, uh, you know, when abortion was passed in 73. I remember when the ERA wasn't passed. That's and right. to see that we're right back. I'm like, if you think I'm going back into the fucking bottle, you're out of your mind. You well, know that's I mean? the real question, isn't it? I mean, like, like we're, but the landscape's not the same. Uh, not just because we have a female vice president now, but because we have had three generations of women who've grown up in this country knowing that their right. rights were were protected, and now for the first right. time, the Supreme Court has taken rights away from American mm-hmm. citizens. And mm-hmm. today's women are walking around, regardless of their age, realizing they now have fewer rights than their mothers and grandmothers had. And the bitter, brutal, hilarious reality of all of this, Carol, as you know, is the majority of Americans, the overwhelming majority of Americans, support keeping abortion safe and legal. The people who support abortion rights could easily beat up the people who want to criminalize abortion rights. And yet, it's the story of America. The minorities who hate minorities seem to control everything, and they're becoming a minority in 2045, and they really don't like it. Oh, no, it's 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 old white men are. I mean, seriously, no offense to you, John, nor for my husband. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, it's like I, 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 I really like I said, I really the only thing that gives me a glimmer of hope is Kansas, because I when that when that went down, I don't you know, like. Because uh, the Republicans are so sleazy, you know, the, the, the crime and like the fact that it's even close in New York State is appalling. The guy she's running against yeah. voted to overturn the election. Voted and, to throw out the will of the American voters. Right. So the fact that it's so it's like so then then my husband and I were talking and we were like, well, wait a minute. Is this because, you know, right now, Jewish people, which I am one, supposedly we control everything. Maybe this is the Jewish people going, let's make the people think that the Republicans are ahead. So more Democrats will come out. And I don't know. I don't. I mean, I I, that would be some very smart media controlling. Let me tell you. I mean, because well, quite honestly, I, I think you Jewish people are lucky that the Donald Trumps and, and Kanye West and Kyrie Irvings allow you to stay in the country. I think it's really nice of them. I, I think it is very nice. Of Carol, them. Yeah. what the fuck is going on? I, I, I thought open toed boots was going to be in this season, not pogroms. Like, yeah, like it, it's incredible yeah. how it like we're, we're doing so well with having anti-trans hate you know, be the bigotry of the moment. And suddenly anti-Semitism is just like coming back like an oldie station. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Coming back now are the next, that great number we all know. It's, it's, it's appalling. It's, it's, it's just so, so. Is this like I, testing well somewhere? Like, I don't get I don't it. Know. I don't understand. It's, uh, I mean, yeah. And good for Kanye. Cause at least thank God there's not a lot of Jews in the entertainment industry or music industry. So it won't hurt him. <laughs> right. But, uh, what makes me angriest is Kyrie Irving and Kanye completely distracted from Donald Trump's anti-Semitism in his post about how the Jews in America need to get their act together. Right. Unreal. Oh, absolutely. Unreal. If Barack Obama so, had said the Jews in America need to get their act together and support me, what would have been the response on Fox News, Ms. Montgomery? Oh, oh, that, ooh, <laughs> that, that would have been wow. I feel like we're in we're we're like in I don't know if it's upside down world or. I don't know. I really don't, because I look at I look at like with someone like Herschel Walker, the fact that they were women that have the receipts and he's oh. anti-abortion and he's like, oh, that's not true. I, those are lies. Those are lies. Lies, I tell you. And I'm like, and, and then it's even close against a reverend, against a fucking I know. reverend. I know. And you have yeah. to believe a couple things. One of them is that. I would imagine every woman that's ever impregnated by a famous man she's not married to who sends her off by herself to get an abortion. I would imagine most of those women probably keep the receipts if the man's famous. I, I, w- I would imagine. But this woman is my hero for doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. well, like I was waiting for all these Trump mistresses to come out. It never happened. But also I keep hearing people say, well, black voters in Georgia are going for Herschel Walker. And I refuse to believe it. I don't think black voters are there. I think Herschel Walker is the dream candidate for racists. Racists, Mm -hmm. because he fulfills every negative stereotype about black men, from being an absentee father to not being able to speak properly. 
And yet he's completely subservient to all their ideas about how things should be run around here. It's deeply, deeply cynical. But I I don't see any I don't understand how there could be African-American voters in Georgia who two years ago supported pro-choice, pro-science Reverend Warnock and now decided to throw all that out for an incoherent linebacker. Well, that's why I don't believe the polls anymore. I really don't, because I don't. Like, first of all, I've never been called for a poll. I don't know Ooh. if you have. No. Okay. Um, and, well, I should say, uh, I should say, Carol, maybe we have been called, but we didn't pick up the phone because it's right. either landlines, right. <laughs> landlines during right. dinner hours, which is seniors, God bless, but the seniors skew one way, or it's people who get a phone call on their mobiles, don't know who it is and pick it up anyway. Right. That's two narrow slices of adult voters walking around here that are being subject to these polls. Right. Plus all the, you know, like my son is 30 now, which, by the way, I need a moment. Wow. OK, so yeah, I know it's like and he's just he's he's so apathetic. You know, I mean, he's voting and everything, but he he, he he's just like it doesn't matter because whoever, you know, they're you know, they're going to steal. This is the thing he thinks is that it's going to be stolen anyway. Like, for example, another person who is driving me crazy is how is it even close in, in Arizona? How is Carrie Lake another like how are any of these people? who supported overturning the election or any of this. You know, it's one thing, and I know you know this, there are actually Republicans out there that are appalled at what's happened to their party. Oh, I know there are. Yeah. Yeah, I know know half of them. Yeah. Right. (laughs) But 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 that's the thing is that how is how is anybody like we I, I checked because I wanted to I wanted to remember how many millions of people Biden won by. And I think it was seven million. Uh-huh. So how so there's seven million people, more people, which is a, that's New York City. How is it that it's even close in any of these things? Uh, the only thing I can hope is, is like today, like it was so we, we voted today uh, early and, um, you know, we were in our little booth afterwards. And like my husband's right ahead of me and I'm like, hey, hey, can I cheat? Can I look at yours? Like, you know, but, you know, I, I'm only hoping that when people close the curtain, they will vote with 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 humanity and not yeah. with what is what is out there. Well, the conventional wisdom, you know, is that the Republicans always do better in midterms because the status quo is always more organized. Conservative old people are the most reliable voting bloc. They always do. Democrats have tried to get everybody else. They got to try to get young people and minorities and seniors and working people and everybody else to show up and vote in the midterm. And we know that people like to show up when it's a presidential election, but it's pulling teeth to get him to do it. If your son's already voted, you can't say he's apathetic. He's a hero for doing it because most of us don't show up. Yeah. Well, also, but just remember when you say seniors, I'm I'm a senior citizen. You're right about what you say that they they usually lean conservative. But remember, a lot of these women in their 70s and their 80s, they're the ones that were there. Like my mother-in-law is 85, okay, and she's very feeble now. And I said, let's let's get you an absentee ballot. And she said, nope, I'm going to the polls. It's going to take us fucking 18 hours to get to the polls, which is around the corner from my house. But she's going to vote. And she's one of those women that is like, are you kidding me? Because she remembers when you couldn't go into a bar in the 60s without a male escort. That's right. Because they thought you were they thought you were a prostitute. You know another woman over the age of 60 who's voting? Oprah. And yeah. she doesn't live in Pennsylvania, but she did help create Dr. Oz, as you know, yeah. that's the TV character that Mehmet Oz plays uh on, on the campaign. Um she gave a last minute endorsement to Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman. Finally, mm-hmm. uh here's a quick clip of Oprah earlier today during an online voting rights fundraiser. And Latasha, you mentioned Pennsylvania. I have to see of this midterm campaign. Uh, I said it was up to the citizens of Pennsylvania. And of course, but I will tell you all this. If I lived in Pennsylvania, I would have already cast my vote for John Fetterman for many reasons. Boom. She said, if we do not show up to vote, the people who will be in power will begin making decisions for us. Decisions about how we care about our bodies, how we care for our kids, what books your children can read, who gets protected by the police and who gets targeted. Mm-hmm. Uh, my only my only critique is that would have been great two months ago, Oprah, but I'll, I'll take it when I get it. Yeah. You know, there's a I, 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 there's a young lady. I forgot her name. She's she's a, I think she's 17 years old. She's from Texas and she's become a huge activist. 
after the the uh, the Uvalde shootings. And like in fact, that she 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 Matt, Matt Gates started trolling her, and because of that, every time he trolled her, she raised more money for the shooting victims. Like it was yeah. a great thing. And yes, young people usually don't vote, but I think they're I I think I I hope I that hope they realize that. Everything about this midterm election is like nothing before. And once again, the polls said, you know, Hillary Clinton was going to win. And once she didn't win, everything to me goes out the t- goes out the fucking window because who knows? I mean, I I, I just you're, you're really, it really you know we're you know I'm wearing my little Grogu hat. It really is. It really is Star Wars all over again. It's really good versus evil. You either vote for the good guys. They're not doing the best job, people. I'm telling you, I understand that. But if you vote for the evil guys, we're all go back to the go back to the Star Wars and see. I know. And it's all about how how a republic can be collapsed by by, you know, by by authoritarians. That's what the, that's the yep. whole series. More more fun than it sounds, though. Believe me. Um, yeah. And, and in the midst of all of this now, Carol, I've been wanting to ask you about this. It seems that Donald Trump will be announcing uh-huh. on November 14th that he is going to begin a campaign to become the only man in history to lose the popular vote three times. Let's not forget Hillary Clinton was elected president if this was a democracy. Donald Trump's and one of the few people to ever lose it twice. But he could and he could twice. Yes. And, and, you know, and by the way, to lose the House, the Senate and the White House and be impeached twice in two years. That's right. that gets a lot done there, man. That's a lot. That is. That's a whole Bravo, Mr. Yeah. Bravo. Um, I still I, you know, I saw that. And, you know, I was actually talking to somebody, you know, because I even you know, I'm not I don't use Twitter a lot. So I only use it really because to, to, I, I, I get breaking news faster on Twitter than I do on like regular news. But yeah. I have a nice little community of people who are, you know, we're all on the same side and everything. And uh, I was saying, I said, you know, I really thought that when Biden was elected, elected, he was going to go away. It's like it's made him stronger. I'm sure there's mm. some movie reference about, you know, you can't kill it because it only gets stronger. Yeah. But who was it? I think it was Michael Cohn t- was talking about this like two weeks ago, saying he's only doing this to bilk everybody out of as much money. But maybe yeah. he is going to run. I mean, here's my question to you, because you're so much smarter than I am, John. Uh, I, I know that they're lady. talking. I'm, I know there there's talk about indicting him. And now. He's still a citizen now, even if he runs. I mean, if he's running for president, he can yes. still be indicted. Yes. It's only if he's a president. Yes. Last time, last time he ran for president, he had the whole Trump University case hanging over his head. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. as soon as he was elected, he had to settle out of court as fast as he could to get that done. And he paid 26 million for education fraud because he is, in fact, a crook. Um, I'm the one person happy about this, Carol. And I I, I, everyone's (laughs) mad at me. This is my most unpopular opinion. I've said for a long time. I've been saying it for over a year. The best chance Joe Biden has of a second term or Democrats have of getting the White House in 2024, should it not be Biden, is Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump might be the only man Joe Biden can beat. Joe Biden is 79 years old, which means in two years he will be 127 years old. And 127 year old Joe Biden can beat Ron DeSantis, but he can beat Donald Trump. Now, I know we've been wrong about these things before. We've been wrong about saying Trump's not electable, but I'm sorry. After January 6th, the people who own this country would not allow him to be president. Seeing stories that Ron DeSantis is saying he won't run if Trump does announce and gets in the race. This could be incredibly good news. I think Democrats who want to stick their heads in the oven over a bad midterm need to remember these things turn around really fast in our political cycle. Yeah, but the problem... I, I see your point. I, you know, I just because I'm just so tired of him. I'm just I want him to go. I know. Away. I know. You know what I mean? But but, but, it, but the, if he doesn't run, Ron DeSantis, who is the right. slightly smarter but still not smart Trump, but less charismatic right. and doughier, right. he could be president next. Yeah. Donald yeah. Trump is the thing keeping Ron DeSantis out of the White House. Well, but but my 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 problem, my I, 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 I definitely understand your point. I like. My problem now is because, you know, it, it looks like and we, we could be pleasantly surprised that the, ha- the House is like the day after the election, the House is going to go and start doing, you know, uh, investigations mm-hmm. into the Biden crime family. Yeah, it's like, yeah. excuse me, did you not look at Don and no, Eric no. and Ivanka? And let's not forget Jared, who got what? That's how not much, their how job. Much, 
That's not their job. Their job is their job is to give tax breaks and deregulation to the people whose money gets them in office. And their job is to feed the hate of the people whose votes put them in office. And that's it. They will they will make the government serve the wealthy and they will hate the people the rubes want them to hate. And that's all they do. Right. Right. But they but they I mean, that they're going to go after uh, Hunter Biden is, is, is more waste of American taxpayer money. We're of paying course. these assholes and they have better health insurance than you and I do. I'm sure, you know, we're paying these assholes to work for us. And now they're going to spend the next two years. But that's what they to do. Find, I know. Benghazi, Benghazi, Obamacare repeal votes. That's that's the whole racket. Right. Right. You know, I, but I, I'll tell you. It's interesting every Democrat I know has been so depressed for like the last two weeks and in the last couple days the spirit has really begun to turn around people are just realizing how awful these candidates are we're seeing huge turnout in early voting for Democrats that has never been seen before and these Republican candidates continue to be awful and uninspiring I I, kind of feel like if the Democrats lose by a little it's huge because there's so many strikes against them right now historically and economically. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't. I, 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 the people who live in New York do not let this Zeldin guy win. Oh. I mean, he uh, he's just I just, just but the, you you mentioned the thing about January 6th. And, uh, you know, if if Trump does run again, the people right. are forgetting January 6th already. People are, oh, yeah. you know, when if you like I, I, the gym that I go to has you know, all news stations, because they don't want to piss anybody off. So sometimes I'll be on, you know, and I hate CNN now, too. So there'll be MSNBC and CNN and Fox. And whatever is going on on the other mainstream media, it is like, it's it's so like, what are they talking about? Like, like I'll glance out of my eye about something about Fox, and it's just like, what is, what are the, huh? You know, I I just don't, I, 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 I don't. What was the last thing that they were? They they just make shit up. Yeah, I know, and it works. But I think that we're we're very blessed because I always say that you know with Republicans the the dumb always outweighs the evil. You know, like their rap name is Dim Shady. The the, the stupid is always stronger than the sinister. And so yeah. I, I look at like imagine if they had run like really strong candidates instead of J D Vance, who wants to ban porn. Watch the band right. porn. Dr. Oz, Herschel Walker. I've met Carrie Lake. I get it. She has that Reagan thing. She's completely insincere. She believes in nothing, but she's good on camera. She's like a televangelist. She's like a Mike Huckabee. Oh, yeah. She's just so comfortable on camera. She knows how to look into the lens and say things that have no actual value to them, but sound appealing to the untrained conservative ear. And I've met her. She's a, she's a dope and, and, and believes she voted for Obama twice. She believes nothing. Right. But she knows right. how to act on camera. Yeah, yeah, and and like they're not even talking about the races. Like, isn't it uh, Marjorie Taylor Green her race? Nobody's talking about that. Nobody's talking well, about because she's going to run away with it. She'll she'll win it. And now you really and now think the, so? Yeah, she'll win. And the big the folks who sent her there last time will send her back. But okay. the the people that uh, are making me hopeful are the ones saying that Donald Trump might pick Marjorie Taylor Green to be his running mate. Because if that's true, Carol, my whole thing's going to be like this. Fuck you, atheists. Fuck you. You tell me there's no God and he picks Marjorie Taylor Greene to be his ah. running mate. Fuck you, atheists. God wants us to laugh because he loves us. It would be ah. beautiful. Yeah, but I thought I thought she ran on the pose at the last election. Yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, she ran. She ran saying that it was it was stolen as well. I, I I don't think he would pick her. I think he would pick Ron DeSantis, and he would have Florida covered that way. Right, right. Uh, well, I, well, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. and then and then there's a chance. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you just don't know what's going to happen on election day. Like Ron Johnson's uh, in Wisconsin. His his race is close oh, too. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and in does. Iowa, that was the one thing I saw on Fox News. I went, wait, they're talking about news. It's yeah, actually Grassley. close in Iowa. So let me ask you a question. What's it been like for you in the rooms? Because funny women at a certain age, one of the brilliant things about your special, and which you are doing in New York Tuesday night yes. with three of my favorite comedians. This coming election night, if you if you're in the tri-state area and you need a break from all this for the New York Comedy Festival, Carol Montgomery will be with three of the funniest women that work in comedy in America. Felicia Michaels, Vanessa Hollingshead and Leanne Lord. Yes. Uh, 
Am I missing anything? You're at Caroline's here in New York. Yeah, no, no, no. We're not actually. We're at Stand Up New York. Um, oh, you're at Stand Up uh, New York. We could not here in New York. Yeah, we are, we're at Stand Up New York. We, are, we were a, a late addition to the festival, and so we decided to do it at Stand Up New York because we did the the first time we did the festival. We also did it at um, at Stand Up New York, and we, we will have. Um, we're going to have some special guests right now. Vicky Koopman has confirmed. Love her. So we have another, and she's great. And. Um, yeah, so that's going to be. I'm very excited about that. I, I am telling people it's like you know we, we you know, we're going to wake up on Wednesday. We're either going to be miserable or we're going to be ecstatic. So at least go out laughing. I mean, you do you notice? I know it's not a political show, but what's the vibe you get in the clubs as you play around? Well, you know, it's very interesting. Like, because I've had this discussion. Actually, I know I've had this discussion with Vanessa because she seems to she seems to feel that that the crowds are different. Um, as far as, um, you know, you have to be careful what you say. I've never been that way. You know that about me. I've yeah, never no. been, my entire career has been, don't say that. And I'm like, watch me. And well, it's, and it's yeah. not even like, I'm not even considered, like, I don't even consider myself a dirty comic anymore. But back in the day, I, because I spoke a certain way, right. I was considered dirty uh, to, compared to what I see on TV. I'm like, oh, please. I'm like Mother <laughs> Teresa now. But, um, I, you know, I don't see a difference. The hecklers, like the young lady that, you know, had the beer can thrown in her, Ariel Elias, yeah. who's fabulous and a doll. Yeah. You know, the only difference about that was is that they were Trump supporters. You know, you've been in comedy clubs. Hecklers are hecklers. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, it. I'm going to still do what I do. Right on. Right on. And hecklers are always a gift to me. Yes. I think they're great. Oh, hecklers, you know, me, hecklers uh, like, oh, wow, you're going to let me get the entire room on my side. Thank you, douchebag. Right. Thank oh, well, you. you know, when I first started out, I was much more timid about dealing with it. And now I have no patience. So I basically, <laughs> I basically, let's just, I just stop. I just stop, let them talk. And then I do exactly what you just said. I said, okay, I go to the audience. Hey, listen, you know, you paid a lot of money. You paid for parking in a babysitter. You paid all this money to come see me. So what would you prefer? Would you prefer I continue my act or would you like to consider keep hearing this asshole speak and of course the audience just goes crazy and they're like get out you suck we have a lot of people on hold who uh want to say hi and join the conversation uh you know what we began this conversation you were telling me that you were scared i don't believe you anymore i think you're actually are uh are, are having a bit more faith than i do <laughs> let me I go disagree. to the f- well we'll see let me go to the phone sean in california you're on with the great carol montgomery hello oh my goodness well it, what an honor uh, I have ah. to tell you, you know, uh, yes, what an honor. You know, I'll tell you, we're in this predicament, right? But, uh, you know, I think that uh, Kanye and uh, Kyrie can actually have KK, yay, yay, cray, cray. They can go on tour. <laughs> and so, I mean, I'll tell you, I can't even believe the things that come out of their mouths. And then they, and then they want to tell everyone it's the cancel culture. I it's know. the cancel culture telling us, you know, I this. Know. no, 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 they cancel themselves. It's exactly. the consequence Musk. culture. It's consequence culture. There you go. And Elon yeah. Musk, he's canceling himself, too. I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it ends up as Twitter space or, you know, you know my Twitter by the oh end of the God. whole yeah. thing. That's it. I mean, MySpace was trending last weekend, the day that Elon officially made the purchase. Uh, MySpace was trending because that was another foreign-born billionaire who bought the hot internet site and ran it into the ground. Well, he looks like he's on the same path, but I love you guys and keep making people laugh about this stuff because this shit really isn't fucking funny, but it's funny as fuck when you talk about it because you can't believe where it is right now. Oh, come on. That's not What are you talking about? It's not funny. Listen, listen. We've been having this conversation for what, 20 minutes, 30 minutes? We have no idea how many more out-of-wedlock children Herschel Walker has announced ah! since this broadcast began, <laughs> sir. There's a lot of funny. Ah, J.D. Well, Vance, he's on tape. He's on tape. Uh, or in a text message where he told his friend Trump is going to be America's Hitler. Like, and now oh, today, you... Trump literally talks about how he kisses his ass on stage while he's sitting there on stage with him. Like, and, and Hitler's in hell furious at J.D. Vance for comparing him to Trump, but he'll tell him when he ah. sees him. There's a lot of comedy going on. I, well, I think they're bumping Nazi helmets is what they're doing. Wait until you hear that Herschel Walker story. Mm. <laughs> yeah listen well, here's, here's, here's guys. thanks for thank having you. me on and have a wonderful oh. weekend thank you, you sean here, here, here's you know, what i've been trying to 
please go ahead. Uh, no, about about cancel culture, you know, because like I said, I, I, I speak my mind. But, you know, I, I, I think I've told the story before when I was raising my son and I, I feel terrible for parents who have to raise children in this in this day and age, because there Thank is you. no like how do you raise a child to be a, an empathetic and moral human being when they look and, and see that people are getting, you know, that people can get away doing bad things, whether it's the, the orange person or you know or a rap star or elon musk there's no consequences but i remember saying to my kid this was when when lane was like i don't know seven or eight years old i was driving the, the rule in my house was you could say the word fuck, but it had to be funny okay and it was ne- you were never allowed to say anything racist and you were never Love allowed it. to say anything homophobic i don't care if you think it's funny you were never allowed to so so we're so we're one night, you know, I used to do 13 shows a week. I would get home Saturday night at like one or two in the morning. And I, Lane had a bunch of his friends over there sleeping downstairs in the family room. And I said, guys, have fun, but I don't get up early because I come. And these two brothers just start fighting with each other and screaming at each other. Well, fuck you and fuck you. And I come down the stairs at eight o'clock in the morning and I, I go and pick up the phone because it was a landline. And they look at me and they go, what are you doing? I said, I'm calling your mother. I said, they mm. said, why? Why? Well, you said we could say fuck. I said, it wasn't funny. Ah. And they were like, well, we're sorry. We're sorry. I was, they were mortified. But I always said that the rule was you could say fuck, but you, were, uh, but you had, it, it had to be funny and you were never allowed to say anything racist or homophobic. In fact, kind of talking about racist, my kid's in second grade and, uh, you know, Todd goes and picks up my husband goes to pick him up from his friends, you know, his they were, you know, second grade, they're buddies and everything. And the mom says something to Todd about she started talking about how the world didn't start until Jesus was born. Ah. And we had we were we were trying the kid had actually said to Lay that he had killed Jesus because he was Jewish. Oh. So nice. so when Todd picked up Lane from the kid's house and the mom had this whole that whole, you know, evangelical about Todd had to say to Lane, I'm sorry, you can't be friends with this kid anymore, because that, he, the kid literally said because he was a Jew, he yeah. killed Jesus. Yeah. And well, that was Lane. I, I think I, I think you could argue the kid wasn't his friend already. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, like, that's wow. That was but, but, yeah. and so Lane's known this his whole life. No racism. No homophobia. You can say fuck as much as you want, but it, it better be funny. That's why you're my kind of mom. Uh, <laughs> Carol Montgomery, I, I love when you come on the show. I'm not worried about the election. I feel like no matter how it turns out, we're all going to still be fighting for the same issues the day after. What is the Absolutely. best way, though, for our listeners to follow you and keep up with all your comedy doings? Um, I, I am on Twitter, but very rarely. I'm on Twitter at National Mommy. I'm really doing most of my stuff now on, um, on Instagram, uh, which is at Carol Montgomery Comic. Um, I refuse to do TikTok, even though everyone tells me I should do TikTok. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm 64 years old, people. Do you know how much time I spend on social media already? I had a guy get pissed off because I was on the escalator and I was looking at my phone and he walked up to me, goes, get off your phone. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> like yeah. all the people in fucking Penn Station, he's telling me to get off the phone. Anyway, Getting on the phone is so, the best way to prove you're an American citizenship all the time. Uh, we got to yeah. hit a break, Ms. Montgomery. But follow Carol at National Mom and uh, go see her this week at, on Tuesday night, the 8th, at Stand Up New York for Funny Women of a Certain Age Live. Thank you, Carol. Thanks, John. I'll see you soon. We'll be right back with your calls. This is Progress. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Thank you.
Let's get back to the phone, shall we? 866-997-4748. Guys, thank you all so much for your patience on hold. Charles in Miami. Hello, sir. Hey, how you doing, John? Hey, Charles. Just wanted to touch basis on um, something that I think we're missing. I mean, I haven't heard it on the campaign trail, probably. You've heard it. Um, but um, I'm going to talk about the minimum wage. Tell me. And I, I just feel like at this point, Republicans, I mean, you know, they don't want this economy to get any better. Um, I'm finding out today that we have more jobs that we didn't count from yesterday. I mean, you know, in the job count, we added yeah. more today. Yeah. And I right. So this is a strong economy. You have a lot of workers that's, um, you know, at least employed. And, you know, the, the, we're going into the Christmas season where this people do a lot of shopping. So I expect for our numbers to get better as well. You have corporations is making record record profit Testify. and on um fox news this morning they were saying well there was a mix about job report because you know even though unemployment was below four percent and we created jobs it was sort of stagnant on wages yeah and hey if we had a minimum i mean if we was to raise the minimum wage which republicans don't want because their argument was basically if they had to raise the minimum wage they would have to fire a lot of people and, you know, doom and gloom. And, 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 and I don't see that right now. Well, that's what they say. They'd have to fire a lot of people. But the reality is, you know, a higher minimum wage means working people have more money to buy goods and services, which stimulates local economies and helps us have more tax dollars in the bank. I mean, we're, we're already doing better because but now of, because of yes. What? We just came through a period where more people had more money to spend on goods and services during the pandemic when we were all getting helped out. And the result was that the price of everything went through the goddamn roof. But and that's pandemic paying, related. That's pandemic related. But I'm saying, but the, but the reason the reason that Larry Summers of the world and all these people, uh, they say that inflation happened was because we all got these stimulus checks. I know. And I know, but that's what they believe. That's what the economists believe. I know, that's and what, Chris, I know, because, I know you're friends with Larry Summers. Like, I know you guys are BFFs. We, for, we I know did. You, we were at the same wedding. That's true. Yeah. Two months ago. Yeah, but still, but, I, but I, I mean. But I believe if we were to raise the minimum wage, at least people could afford this inflation. Yes. So well, I mean, they could afford it better. They could afford it better, yeah. But I mean, it's the but same the, with gas prices. It's, it's the like, but the machine only works if we can't afford it. If you can just barely afford it. If we can only afford it using credit. That's uh, how the machine works, John. That's how the machine works. He's right. He's right. It's the racket. Charles, I got to run. I thank you very much for the call. I want to try to get to everybody. 866-997-4748. Richie in LA, what's up? Hi, John. Hey, Chris. I was going to say that I think the reason that so many Republicans like Herschel Walker is because he's, I think, single-handedly, he's, with his abortions, he's done more to eliminate voters of color than any other candidate. Oh! oh. And, and you know, when you get his family values, you're right there in line with uh, Newt Gingrich and Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greens. Really? How so? Also from Georgia. Yeah. Is there a, really, is there a punchline? Oh, that was it. Okay, yeah, no, well, you, you, it. you know what? You brought a setup, and that's what matters. You can bring the punchline uh, no, over I another time. No, I thought that was the punchline. Was, oh, okay, I yeah. Well, I, had, I guess you're right. His his values are somewhere around Newt Gingrich's. That that is the joke. <laughs> I'm just crying as I think it back on it. Oh, Richie. Oh, let's let's. Thank you for reminding me. It's supposed to be about comedy at this hour. Thank you. Eight six six nine nine seven forty seven forty eight. Hello to Susan in Pennsylvania. Welcome. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you. Uh, please humor me in this a small community. They had this one guy. They did not want him to be president of this organization, the water company, actually. And so they voted into a very popular businessman. That businessman got the presidency of the water company. And then he turned the reins over to the man they did not want in. They pulled a fast one. They pulled a fast one. So. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling that small little thing, that incident in a small community that can actually go into the whole United States, that Trump, the king, is getting all his men in order, governors, right. senators. They already have the court stacked uh, against the liberals by having all right. the conservatives. And now, he, to 2024, they can honestly just walk him into the White House. 
He's going to have the military on his side. We already know that the Secret what do you, Service... But what do you mean they can walk him into the White House? You mean if they just rig every this, the elections in, in, in all the swing yeah. states that they can do it? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. it's possible. But one thing I, I keep reminding myself about that, because I understand your concern, they can try and do that. But the fact remains, the majority of Americans voted against this guy twice. And there's a lot of very powerful, very moneyed interests in terms of men who own this country who do not want to see a return to Donald Trump. And you can only imagine if you thought we saw resistance the first time, imagine resistance the second time if he tries to steal it legally. I'm sorry, the legal challenges would be incredible against him. It it wouldn't be as easy as our fears are telling us is what I'm trying to say. I hope. Like, I mean, you have you have the gas companies who are having high prices so that they they're, want the Republicans getting in. Uh, and that's one besides the greed. They figured if they um, turn people off to the Democrats by saying, look how high everything is, they're going to vote for for the Trump people. And, and I even said to a friend of mine today, when you think about it, Trump is actually running this whole election. He's in Nevada. He's here. He's there. You know, he's getting all these guys in, and I hope you're right. We'll see. I hope he cannot do that. But anyway, I mean, we we'll we'll see. We'll, we, look, I mean, we'll, if Trump has a very good day on Tuesday, he'll be announcing he's running for president. If he doesn't, mm. he might not. You know, he's pretty much telegraphed that he's not going to try to run for president unless he thinks that he's going to have Congress in his pocket doing his bidding already to try to cheat, uh, or at least to try I to don't even know to if he. I don't even know if he has to be on the ticket. You know, if he's a dictator... You know, they'll just, yeah. I mean, they well, that's these clowns about Putin, you know, these clowns saying that they wanted to appoint him as uh, they want to elect Trump to be Speaker of the House. And then once they impeach oh, Joe Biden sure. and Kamala Harris, which is going to be really easy to do with two thirds in the Senate, then Trump becomes mm-hmm. president. And I'm just like, oh, my God, please let us always face people this dumb who believe things like this could ever happen. We'll see. But oh, just pray to God. Thank you. Thank you, Susan. Let's never lose sight of the comedy. 866-997-4748. I had so many audio clips I wanted to play today still about Elon Musk, but you guys are making it so fun. Hello to Beachside Bill. Welcome. Hey, John. Good evening. Good evening. It's, it's, as, as usual, I'm, I'm a little loopy because I donated um, one pint or a cup pie short of 145 gallons. What? You were, so you were donating blood? Morning. Is this a new thing for you? This morning, yes. Wow. This morning, okay. as usual. Thank you. Thank you for as your service. Usual. Thank you for your service, though. Thank you for, thank you for reminding oh, me how bad I am for not giving more blood. Seriously. Well, you know, it, 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 it's a high. I'm like right now, like I say, I'm a little loopy. But I wanted to get to Trump. I, I, Please. I, I agree with you with Trump. That he he will the one thing he will do he did it in 2016 which I agree with him the only fucking thing he did he squashed Jeb Bush like a fucking cockroach that's what I'm and talking I about not, I could not stand Jeb Bush and he he brought a lot of this shit out of us with, with in 2000 with his brother and shit oh, and I, was, no. I voted for Al Gore then remember it was 537 votes I'm talking yeah the young majority voted for Al Gore that year too you're right the majority voted yeah. for Al Gore yeah. Uh, and I but, voted but again, for him, and I was in, and, and still, look at what the fuck we what got. I would I say to you is this, though. And shit. I would know? say yeah. that if Jeb Bush had somehow been elected in 2016, Joe Biden would not have been the Democratic Party's nominee in 2020. It would be a very different political landscape right now. I don't, I'm not saying Jeb Bush could have gotten a second term, but they, they would not have needed to run Joe Biden against Jeb Bush. Uh, in, in this case, you're right. Donald Trump is very good at taking out Republicans, and that is what we need him to do. I would like very much for Donald Trump to ruin uh, Ron DeSantis' year. Yeah, yes. that's that's the it best value you can get out of him. I've been saying it for oh, a while. Oh yeah, please, got to do it. Yeah, DeSantis will probably so. be pre- he'll he'll probably be president someday. But let's let's put that off for as long as we can. He's a young guy. Yeah, he he think he thinks Joe Biden's his fucking ATM. He's running. Around, I told you this the other night. He's running around and Joe Biden. He's spending a million here and a million there. It's all CARES Act money and shit. Oh yeah, it's know? all ca- and, yeah, and, and it's and all money that was intended budget and shit. And, and he opposed this COVID money. He got this COVID money and yeah. he used it to exploit migrants in Texas, yeah. le- people legally awaiting their hearings for asylum yeah. to just fuck with them and be mean to them to make yeah. a shitty point and, and without doing anything to help anybody. He's just an awful guy. Oh, yeah. And his new ad makes him seem like a religious fanatic who really does believe that God sent him to run because God is too feeble to do things on his own. You, this his new. I'm not going to play it. It's too gross. But I no. it, it's. I've never heard an ad this insane. I can't believe these people allowed him to release it. 
let's hope Trump's fucking crushes him because it's the only thing. I, I think yeah. because he is dangerous. He's very fucking we'll dangerous. Just hey, Bill, thank you for giving blood again. Thank you for being so, yep. so thank loving you. to your community. Thank you. Uh, thank you. We got to run. Thank you so much. Eight, six, six, nine. We're going to get to everybody. I, th- I really mean it. We're going to get, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Cheryl in Michigan. Hello. Hi, Cheryl. Uh, yeah. Hello. Hello. Um, we're talking about porn earlier and the possibility of porn on Twitter. Yes. And, um, okay. I, um, have the cast recording of Avenue Q. I never saw it, but I heard about it on public yes. radio. So, yes. You know, like the internet is for porn is the song, the album. right? The and, internet um, is for porn. On that, there is a, yeah, yeah, the internet is for porn. I love that song. It's very it's, funny. You know, but really cute. And Avenue Q has puppet characters as well as human characters. And the one who sang that was called Trekkie Monster, and he was a puppet character. Ah. And, my greyhounds, I mean, I would always name my dog stuff toys. And um, my greyhounds had a, uh, you know, had like a monster, stuffed monster that I got the day after Halloween at Publix or someplace, grocery okay. store in, in Georgia. So I named it, anyway, I named it Trekkie Monster. And um, even though I don't have my greyhounds anymore, I okay. still have Trekkie. He's like, you know, a memento of... You know, my, I mean, the the dogs just really love to play with play Very with nice. stuffed toys. So, um, yeah, there's a Trekkie monster sitting here in my apartment that I na- that I named after um, one of the Avenue Q characters. I think it's lovely that my casual reference to porn could make you think of that. Oh yeah, I mean, I al- I always think of that song, and it's like <laughs> people always think of that. It's you know mainly men who look at porn, but. Um, I don't know. As, yeah, that's not true. You know, I, you know, I like, you know, I like to, um, you know, look at it. I guess I don't mean to the soft porn, mm. but um, mm. you know, I'm attracted to women as well as men. So when it was in the '80s that um, Farrah Fawcett made an appearance in Playboy, which yes. you know I always thought Farrah Fawcett was attractive. So anyway, okay. I bought the Playboy <laughs> that um, Farrah Fawcett was in, and I was oh. living with my ex and his girl. You know, new girlfriend Kathy. Then, which your I life is amazing. I'm in Georgia, and my ex like um, kind of confiscated the magazine because I guess he like, um, you know, Farrah also. I'm learning but, a lot. Um, yeah, that's my little you know um, pronouncement on porn face. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it. So, I feel like I learned something I, about I, you tonight. I guess the faucet was running in that house. How dare you, sir? These are decent people. Well, not Farrah faucet. <sighs> Cheryl, thank you very much. It's yes. great to hear from you. Right, I, I, I'm relieved. You're you, you're always so moral when you call. It's nice to know you're as, as as guttural and vulgar as Chris and myself. Thank you so so much for the call. We're going to take a very quick break. We'll be right back in just a moment. This is progress. We've only got about a minute or so left, but I want to say hi. Please make your comments as quickly as you can. Let's try to get to as many people as we can. Stephen in Kentucky. Hi. Hello. How are you? Great. I'm sorry we've got to be so tight. No, it's all right. Um, I would just remind everybody, though, going into Election Day, that, um, you know, four years ago, the Republicans had a good economy, and in the, they had the Senate and Congress, and they lost it. So just keep Correct. that in mind. Correct. I think people exactly. need to remember that. They really do, because economy is not the only thing that people are going on. I refuse to believe that. Well, Republicans are good at getting elected. They're not good at governing, and they're not good at hanging on to the power. In some states well, they are, and in Congress they are, but not, well, not and, holding and, the bodies. And keep this in mind, too. Donald Trump, I really think he might be getting his comeuppance. That's what I feel like he might be, because you know he, we, we know more than we did back in 2016. There's a reason for this, people. Our guardian angels have been looking out for us, and I he can say he can huff and puff and blow. Who gives a shit? Who cares about him and his supporters? Fuck them, and I don't care how they feel. Good, tell him who gives a shit. This time we take our country back. <laughs> Fuck them and the horse they rode in on. Wow, tell them I, to go back to hell you. where they belong. 
and wow. tell him to go back to hell where he belongs too. Take that slut he's married to with him back. Well, to well, hell. we don't. Hey, 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 hey. Now we let's let's not take a good word like slut and apply it to bad people. Let's not do that. No, That's you're right. Fair. We'll call, we'll call her a whore. That's what. Nah, she, well, whoa, whoa. Hey, let's not take the good vital work sex workers do for the republic and apply well, that to bad people. Well, let's call her a strumpet. How's that? No, let's 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 not underrate the strumpets. There's a few strumpets left. No, I, I think we can just call her a, what a gold digging racist fraud. How about that? Good or enough. How about the horizontal polka? But let, let's let's not sully uh, sex for money by by applying it to Melania Trump. Let's just call oh, her. I have some digging. friends that have been in the sex industry too. I admire Go, them listen, for standing hey, well, up and being who they are. And by the way, she I don't does. mean to suggest that she did anything other than marry Trump for love. It was not transactional whatsoever. But I do think gold digging, racist, birther, fraud. I, that, that, that 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 covers most bases, don't you think? Rose well, garden slaughtering, gold digging, racist. I don't know. I think I think Corazonda Polka says a lot about her. <laughs> All right. I'll run it by my 10-year-old tomorrow. Stephen, you're a gentleman. Thank you very much. Uh, Bill in New Jersey, I can give you 20 seconds. Thank you. I think this is going to be called the uh, election of it could have been worse. And I think it's going to be very tight. And I think it's going to be good because there won't be any way to override a veto if the Republicans get in. For two That's years, right. we'll do nothing but... Uh, will come out uh, glorious in the end. We will see. Thank you for the calls. This is Progress. Progress.